This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. From a conversation about the quarterback of the New York Jets to a conversation about the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, this is Canty and Carlin. ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. You can join the conversation by going 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And Myron, the Cardinals are tanking like we have never seen a team in the NFL tank before. Yeah, Victor Wembanyama's like, everybody slow down. It's, it's a bit much. You guys are being too deliberate. We thought suck for luck was really <laughs> yeah. a, a big campaign in yeah. Indianapolis. But, yeah. man, the, oh, man. The, the, the San Antonio Spurs are even offended by this effort to take. It's a lot, man. So they release Colt McCoy today. Now, look, the Cardinals weren't going anywhere anyway. I don't mean to make this sound like we thought they were a Super Bowl contender and now they've punted on that. They were going nowhere. Yeah. But they are embracing a tank like no NFL team ever has. They have two quarterback starts in their quarterback room between Josh Dobbs and Toon. Who's the other? Who's Clayton, the Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. It doesn't sound like a real name, you know? From the University of it's It does sound like, like an NFL we, Blitz name or something, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, when they didn't have the yeah. rights to use the real yeah. names, it's yeah, the so, video game generated name for a quarterback. That sounds like. That's yeah, Clayton, how it sounds. Clayton Toon. Jonathan Gannon. Now, I feel bad for this guy. I do, Myron, yeah, because he finally gets a shot to be a head coach. The first thing he does is the weird, you know, Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, like, whatever that was. Whatever his awkwardness when he yeah. got hired, that was just bizarre on social media. And now he's got to deal with this. He's not the one who caught, cut Colt McCoy, excuse me, but he's the one who has to answer for it. Take a listen. Yeah, just like with every decision, we look at the full body of work, evaluate our guys. Production goes into that and uh, felt like it was the best decision for the team to move forward with the guys that we have in the room to help us win a football game. And Colt's awesome, you know what I mean? He's a true pro pro. That's why he's played so long. You know, having gone through this process in a different seat a lot of times is a little bit different today because it's it's hard. You know that they care. They put a lot of sacrifice and hard work into their craft. You know, ultimately, I think if you're honest with them and they appreciate that, we're going to do what we have to do to try to do what's best for the team. So, yeah, these are tough days. Cut the starting quarterback, but then not name the starting quarterback. Myron, they asked him later, who is your starter? And he's not ready to announce that. Even though they just yeah. got rid of the guy who was supposed to be the starter. This is just yeah. absurd. Yeah, I mean, they might bring in somebody else who's, who's worse than Josh Dobbs and Clayton Toon, for all we know. First off, you could hear the tone in his voice. He's yeah. saying, what did I get myself into? Yep. A year ago, uh, Jonathan Gannon was in the Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator with the Philadelphia Eagles, a yep. team that's on the rise. Looks like it's ready to compete for another Super Bowl appearance. Yep. And here he is in Arizona, a team that is legitimately removing any chance he has to actually win games. Yeah. Like, that has to be uh, – uh, yeah. And I'm all guessing these that's not what happened in the interview. On his his yeah. record. Yeah, it, yeah Myron, that, good that point. What do you think the interview was like yeah. with Jonathan Gannon? We're going to lose for a year? Yeah, it wasn't. Like, hey, by the way, man, uh, the whole winning thing, we actually take the opposite approach here at Phoenix. <laughs> like, I'm guessing, like, they probably told him, hey, Kyler Murray might be back. You know, we obviously think that we'll be a get a high draft pick. We got the Texans' rights, but we still want to win now. This doesn't appear to be a team – that wants to win now. They got Kyler Murray there. What's going to happen with him? Obviously, they want Caleb Williams. This is 
chaos at its finest. Yeah, and I, if you've got the Cardinals on your schedule, chalk Man. it up as a W. Yeah. If if you're in the Sit NFC everybody. West, I mean, all those teams, congratulations to the Niners. They're 2-0 and right yeah. now. Season hasn't started yeah. yet. Sit but everybody. Those are, those are two games they're not going to lose. Can't That's be a Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Literally, you could start your practice yeah. squad team, and oh. whoever your practice squad quarterback is, he's probably is. better than Mr. Toon. Yeah, I, I ain't playing my starters against Clayton Toon. Nothing against him. I just... That's a, that's gonna be a bye week for all my stars. Yeah, whoever is playing the Cardinals. Yep. Uh, Sirius XM Channel eighty. While the the Cardinals are in tank mode, obviously the Philadelphia Eagles, as you mentioned, are trying to win the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts today. I I think this is the highest honor bestowed on him after his great performance in the Super Bowl and his great season. NFL Top one hundred comes out today from ESPN, and Jalen Hurts is third. Yeah, on the list, he is the third best player in the NFL ahead of Joe Burrow. Boy, that is high praise for a guy who's come a long way in a year. Yeah, and it says a lot about how people see him now. Um, His story was so much about what happened after he was benched during the uh, national championship game for Tua, and then he stuck around, kind of gutted it out, ends up at Oklahoma, plays great, comes into the league. A lot of people were questioning if he could play at this level, gets the starting job. So, so much of his narrative has been just what he's had to overcome to get here. Sure. What it means is that sort of honeymoon storyline is over for him. Now the expectation is that you are one of the best. You're in an NFC that looks very winnable. Other than the 49ers, yep. maybe Dallas, who really is standing in your way to get back to a Super Bowl. And now after the money comes the pressure. And I think that is going to be interesting to see because it was so easy to look at Jalen Hurts for all the things he did well. And you know this happens to Mahomes. This happens to all the greats. Now it's going to be the scrutiny of, okay, tell me why he isn't great. And that's what he's got to deal with now. And by the way, for Philadelphia, if they don't make and win the Super Bowl this year, he is going to get criticized. Yes, he will. And he'll deserve it. I think he'll deserve it. Right. right. Well, I mean, he signed a giant contract extension. That's what comes with it. I mean, he now is as under pressure as any athlete, I think, in the city of Philadelphia, this side of Joel Embiid. Yeah. Because I think when you look at the NFC, the AFC, Mahomes could miss the Super Bowl and go, oh, you know, Burrow's there, Allen's there, all these other, Lamar Jackson, the Steelers are really good. There are all these other teams in the AFC that are good. Well, the door in the NFC is wide open. You can't lose to Brock Purdy with a straight face. And then the Cowboys, they're going to lose to the Cowboys, and the fans are going to put up with It feels like the expectations really in Philadelphia are, Myron, either Super Bowl or this year is a bust. Yeah, and to your point, when the real Jalen Hurts money kicks in, it's going to be more difficult to keep everybody together. So there's a window here. Devontae Smith still on that rookie contract. That guy's going to be worth a lot of money here soon. Yes, uh, he You is. obviously got A.J. Brown. You paid him a bunch of money. You brought in some really talented guys. I think they just basically drafted Georgia, essentially, right? That's what they did uh, with this team. But, you know, you got a lot of quarterbacks in NFL history, recent NFL history, where we assumed they'd go to three, four, five Super Bowls. Well, call Russell Wilson and tell him how quickly that window can end. So if you're Jalen Hurts, these next couple years, that might be your shot to get a yep. Super Bowl, and you yep. have to treat it with that sense of urgency. Or at least your first shot to get a Super Bowl because, yeah. look, they were able to take the swing on A.J. Brown. They've had a they lot did. of this stuff sort of sync up at the perfect time. They they have a great defense. I think yeah. their really defense good. last year was awesome, and I think this year I expect it to maybe be even better. What's yeah. not the same is the schedule. I mean, last one it's of the reasons they had the year they had last year is because the door was open. Their division, we know, is no cakewalk. Yeah. Uh, the commanders have gotten them 
a couple of times. The Giants are never an easy game. They don't make a ton of mistakes, and the Cowboys obviously have gotten them a couple of times. And they now they play a first-place schedule, so it, it's yeah. going to be a little bit more difficult for them, at least from that perspective. But, you know, I think now Jalen Hurts has seen, because of the way he played in the Super Bowl, Myron, it's not just that he got there. Mm-hmm. I had trouble taking him really seriously until the playoffs and until that game. I don't know if anybody has ever lost the Super Bowl and been as impressive as mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts was last year. Yeah, and I think that's what we forget, Aaron. Like, a lot of times we look at the result. Mahomes wins another Super Bowl. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts were right there. That that wasn't some three-touchdown game a yeah. lead or something like that. They were right there, and I think that only adds to the idea that he yeah. can do it again this yep. season. You know, I think they lost the game. I mean, part of this is they, they could not get a stop on a one-legged quarterback when they needed one. Yeah. And they also gave up a giant return on special teams. That that was so. So crushed, that's that that's not on Jalen Hurts. Jalen no. Hurts did everything he possibly could yeah. to put the Eagles in position to win. He is third right now on the list of players. Now I don't know about ahead of Burrow. I think that's pretty bold. But I think he's certainly in that conversation. Let's continue it with someone who knows Philadelphia as well as anybody. Anthony Gargano is with 97.5 The Fanatic in Philly. You can follow him on Twitter at Anthony L. Gargano. Anthony, what was your reaction when you saw Jalen Hurts ranked third on the list of NFL players? That's high praise for the guy that won the NFC last year. Yeah, it it really was. And here's what I think. I'm still how good a thrower he's become in such a short period of time. Fellas, I I mean, you guys remember the Tampa playoff game. And what he did from that point to the Super Bowl in a little over a year was amazing. I heard you say it, and he was incandescent in that Super Bowl. He threw the ball. He was throwing dimes. And look, this is a kid that we all wonder whether or not he get the ball down the field with accuracy. And, man, he worked on his mechanics. We always talk about his work with Tom House and everything he did. But, man, he's become a thrower. And you know what? With his weapons and his accuracy, that's something that he deserves to be in the top five. I'm curious, Anthony, with all of the hype, obviously got paid money that he deserved. Now there is sort of this sense that, the Eagles are going to be really good again. What is success for the 2023 Philadelphia Eagles, and what is failure? Yeah, I mean, like, so everybody's looking to get back there. As you can, you could just imagine, right? Like, so yeah. when they they had that Super Bowl one, and what was you know year three is in Hurts, and year two, and uh, year two of Sirianni, and it appeared that like that's it, they were going to win the game until Mahomes and Andy went off, uh, you got to get, you got to make a run, right? Like you got to make another deep run. They're going to be a favorite in most of their games. So anything short of not winning the NFC East would be a failure. I think clearly they're the best team in the division and they're the best team in the NFC. So, you know, know, it's unfair to say you got to win the Super Bowl or it's a failure because you never know injuries and everything else. But that's the expectation here. You got to make another deep run. Other than Hurts, Anthony Gargano, ninety-seven, won the Fanatic in Philly. Who's the most important player on the Eagles this year? So it's their line, right? So it would be Kelsey, it would be Lane Johnson, 
And and I think you look at that line. That line allows everything. With how he's done, and his cheat code, it starts with both fronts. And that's where they've excelled. You know, it's great to have A.J. Brown, Devontae, and it, that's all well and good. You get Dallas Goddard, they have weapons. But that line is everything. That line helps him in the run game. That line has protected Jalen. It, it's been such a cheat code for them. You know, in the in two Super Bowls appearances in the last, you know, f- six years, that that's because of their lines, their fronts. And the other important thing is you got to see how those kids do in the middle of the defensive line, right? They lost Hargrave. So Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter looks like he could be special. Jordan Davis can be important because they play a five-man front. He's got to clog up that middle. And then they have a deep defensive line, so much so that Derek Barnett, will probably get moved. I'm curious. You obviously have seen a lot of Dak Prescott. They bring in Trey Lance. Uh, during his rant, Jerry Jones said, oh, by the way, we would have drafted Jalen Hurts if he would have fallen uh, to us. Maybe he thinks Trey Lance gives him some of those qualities. But when you heard that news, what did you think that that move meant for Dak Prescott's future in Dallas? Yeah, well, first we all laughed, right, because <laughs> because, you know, Cowboys is the biggest rival in Philadelphia, so everybody took glee in that. And the next is, yeah, I mean, look, he's got to be on borrowed time, right? Like, you look, at, you look at the playoff game last year against San Francisco, and if he plays well, I think Dallas beats him. I think Dallas wins that game if Dak plays well. I think he has to be on notice. He's got Brandon Cooks now. He's got a good array of weapons. His line's been fortified. I, I think it all all the pressure in the world's on Dak. He's got to perform, or they would be in their right to, to look to move on. Anthony Gargano, 97-5, the fanatic in Philadelphia. Dude, we, between the two of us, are experts on tanking. I covered the 2017 <laughs> Browns. You've covered the process with the Sixers. <laughs> So from our perspective, th- there's a reason why you and I would scream about having to go through what the Arizona Cardinals apparently are signing up for, which is losing on purpose. And just remind everybody that when you do that, it doesn't necessarily guarantee you anything going forward. Wow. You know what? <laughs> You're so right, brother. I look at all the assets the Sixers have had, and it's funny because you don't know – what the draft is going to be like. So, case in point, you could be the Arizona Cardinals. And listen, I get trying to hit the reset button. I think it's important to try to do that at times. But you could end up with Jaleel Okafor, right? Like, you could end up with Ben Simmons, who they quits on you. you. You could end up with one fell swoop of nothing. And that's a possibility. But, guys, and, and, and listen, you're my tanking brother. I still believe in it. I, I hate to say it, but it's the quickest way to hit the reset button. And when you got cap issues and you got a lot of issues in, in foundation roster construction, I think it's the quickest. I think it's the right way to start over. I hate to say that, but I do believe it. Well, listen. I, I good luck with the Harden thing. Your football season is going to be fun, but. <laughs> That is going to keep up, keep you up until they figure out what the heck they're doing. Oh, uh, you got that right. The Hassa is ready, man. Oh, he's going to torture the Sixers. 
My goodness. They still haven't made the conference finals. Anthony Gargano, 97-5, <laughs> the fanatic in Philly. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Good stuff. Great talking to you, fellas. All right, that's Anthony Gargano. Think about that, Myron. Man. I covered the 0-16 Browns. He covered uh, – the process is yeah. the – is the uh, that's like covering the birth of Tank, right? <laughs> yeah. What, what's worse, you think? Owen sixteen yep. or watching a team consistently do what's happened in Philly? Byron, Owen sixteen. I did sixteen post game yeah, shows. <laughs> there, none of them were wins. Yeah, that's the Browns lot. went four hundred and something days yeah. in between just having a victory Monday, just having something to cheer about. Yeah. Um, a winless football season affects the culture of your team forever and always. Yeah. They'll always be. If they go to the Super Bowl this year, everybody will always go, ah, who could forget? You know, six years ago they went winless. That'll be a huge storyline. Everybody will be asked about it. <laughs> Coming up, who won the 2023 NFL preseason? I, I know ticket holders for preseason <laughs> games certainly did not. We'll get into that with Myron Metcalf. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. We're in for Canty and Carlin. We'll do it after Myron has this word from our friends at FanDuel. Right now, new customers. Snap into action this season, NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash play and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. That's a jet touchdown! Slips a magical throw to Garrett Wilson. There's always some butterflies when you step out there for the first time, but I loosened up pretty good when I got the ovation when I took the field. That was a special moment just to, you know, have that kind of support. Uh, that was pretty special. The debut was a dress rehearsal. I mean, I, I didn't read too much into it. I really just wanted to get out of this relatively healthy. Let Rogers throw it around a little bit and uh, not read too much into it. Highlights there, courtesy ESPN New York 98.7. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount, combined motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, one place. Bundle and save. Go to Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. I get sick, Myron, of preseason football in about five minutes because I just want it to matter. I want teams to stop messing around. I don't want to watch guys that are going to be selling insurance or teaching school uh, on the football field uh, over the course of a fourth quarter. Um, so I'm really looking forward to September 7th. But there, there are some things you see in the preseason that matter. And it's kind of hard, I think, to sift the truth from the nonsense as you watch yeah. whatever your favorite team is. Yeah. I would say for those ex-NFL players who are teaching school and selling insurance, I wouldn't say that to their faces, Aaron. I just yep. advise, like, you know, okay. you know, I mean, if you get a chance to see them, you know, they may not – Sure, they may not like that. Okay, but, I mean, they're, they're, hold on. There are guys in every training camp who know that their odds of making the team are a long true. shot. A thousand players get cut. I mean, yeah, I, we don't really right. talk about that. A thousand players get put, cut sure. from the starter training camp. I'm, I'm not parading on their grave. I'm just saying tomorrow. that it is what yeah. it is. And some of them are NFL players, and yeah. some of them, you know, that their career they're going to be pursuing a career be in something some inti- other than sports. Yeah. They're going to be some intimidating dudes selling insurance. Like, <laughs> like you're going to buy this down this policy, man. You're like, okay. Right. Be good at right. selling insurance. Yeah. I've, I've got Whatever me. you say, <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, I mean, I think at a minimum, the preseason for me is not really about the, the games because it feels like the games get not worse, but just fewer players are playing, right? Yeah. It's really for everything outside of the game. It's almost like to me, the drama during the week and how a team's affected by that is more important. Sure. than what we see in the actual preseason games. And I think yeah. that's how you determine yep. who had a successful preseason, who may have struggled. Well, listen, I'll let you kick this off. Who won the 2023 NFL preseason? I guess I'll preface this by saying I would have guessed that one of the rookie quarterbacks would have been the – but I don't know really if you could make the case for any of those guys. In your mind, Myron, who do you think won it? I think two teams won it, uh, the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers, and they're connected. The, the Jets won. Listen, we don't put teams on hard knocks, hard knocks that we think could win a Super Bowl. Hard knocks is for teams that uh, maybe they break through, maybe they're a feel-good story. But this was a rare case where you had the hard knocks cameras for a team that people expect to compete for a Super Bowl. They bring on Aaron Rodgers. There was so much hype and buzz attached to that with a team that went 7-10 and 10 last year. And I think there was an opportunity amid all that pressure for the Jets to collapse somewhere. Yeah. anywhere yeah. 
yep. for Aaron Rodgers maybe to not get along with some of his teammates, for, for guys to have different beefs or challenges, you know, for somebody maybe feeling like Aaron Rodgers is taking up too much of the spotlight. Quinn and Williams got a bunch of money. You yeah. know, things like that sometimes can disrupt things. And all you saw to me was a Jets team that looks like they're all on the same page. Yep. And I think that is winning for the Jets because sure. there's no comparison to the pressure that they faced in the preseason. Nobody was subjected to that scrutiny when Aaron Rodgers was traded there. So I think the fact that they've come out and, you know, I think the the bow on that was the Aaron Rodgers touchdown pass in the preseason doesn't mean anything necessarily for the regular season, but it just shows like, okay, it's all there, and now we get to see if they can fulfill expectations. And behind Aaron Rodgers, you got Green Bay, a team that's had two quarterbacks over the last 30 years, both Hall of Famers. Jordan Love facing all of the scrutiny. He's faced the criticism. A lot of people didn't think that he was ready. I'm not saying Jordan Love will be great, but I think he took the first major step in the conversation. He looked like he was ready. And yeah. I don't know if people anticipated that with Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love looking like a guy who's capable going into this season, going into a very winnable NFC North. Yeah. That, to me, is success for the Green Bay Packers after losing Aaron Rodgers. Triple Eight say ESPN. What is the team that won the preseason? 888-729-3776. We'll get to your calls. Myron Wright in talking about Rodgers' new team and Rodgers' old team. But, Myron, man, oh, man, does it pain me to say as a guy that hopes the Cleveland Browns have a magical season, that the Pitts puke Steelers are doing it again. <laughs> Mike Tomlin has never been under 500 in That's his amazing. life. That's amazing. He's probably even more so to me than Belichick, like the coach that I'd really want coaching my football team the most. Yeah. And all their quarterback did in his second season in the preseason, Myron, he had a perfect 158.3 quarterback rating. He was 13 of 15 for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and he completed 87% of his passes. He led five drives, Myron. They yeah. all went for touchdowns. George Pickens looks like the second coming of Mike Wallace, Man. Antonio Brown, and a long line of great Steeler wide receivers. And frankly, God bless Najee Harris, but this Jalen Warren looks like he's going to be the next great running back of Pittsburgh. It looks like they finally solved their issues on lines of scrimmage. They haven't been able to block for anybody since like two years left with Roethlisberger. They haven't blocked a soul. But finally now it looks like they're going to be able to do that. And I hate to say this, I know that division's really good. There's part of me that feels like all four AFC North teams are going to end up making it. And I think the Steelers are good enough that they could actually win the division and shock the world. And that's scary, right? Because, you know, we talk about so many teams and how quickly they fall apart. Here's a Steelers team that had no business going 9-8 and eight last year. Yep. Just no business doing it. And yet Mike Tomlin, all he knows how to do is stay above 500. Then we get through a preseason, Aaron. And you would expect, usually with the Steelers historically, we're talking about what they do defensively. We're talking about how good they can be on that side of the ball. Special teams even. Offense post Roethlisberger is kind of like a we'll see what we have. But the narrative has been look how good that offense could be. Yeah. That to me is what's going to scare that entire division. Because you mentioned George Pickens. And that dude is doing a lot of Justin Jefferson-like things. I'm not with Ryan Clark on our network who says he's the most <laughs> talented guy. He's more talented than Justin he's Jefferson. He's a little pro-stealer bias. It's yeah, okay. a little bit. A little bit, but... I do think Pickens has that ceiling that makes you go, okay, if Pickett figures it out, 
he might have an all-pro level receiver there, and you can build around that with the weapons they have. And if you're telling me Mike Tomlin has an elite, semi-elite offensive unit, the whole division, not just the whole division, forget that, the whole league should yeah. be worried about now, that. I don't think Kenny Pickett is an MVP candidate. Ain't got to be. But – he hardly turned it over. You know, sometimes it's not about making the most plays. It's about making the fewest mistakes. I agree. And that's I a good think, way to put it. I think that's where the Steelers are going to be every single year under Mike Tomlin. And yeah. if Duck Hodges and Mitchell Trubisky can lead them to seasons where they win nine, I mean, if they've got any bona fide talent on offense and a real quarterback, they're going to win 10 or 11, which is right where I am with them. Um, and I think going there and winning is still it's one of the hardest places in the league to win is it's, going to Pittsburgh. It's fascinating to me, Aaron, that the teams that have had all this recent success are not afraid of the game manager quarterback. You yeah. know, like yep. you look at what San Francisco has been able to do. You yes, look at sir. Pittsburgh and what they've been able to do. Like yep. the teams that don't fear that yep. seem to do OK, because yep. it says a lot about the culture and the makeup of your entire team. Right, uh, And I think Pickett can and, be, and again, to your point, those, a game manager, teams, you can win that way. Those teams, to go back to our earlier conversation, they're not paying an average quarterback $40 million a year. They're paying him $6 million a year. Yeah. I know it's a rookie deal, yeah. but one of the reasons why the Steelers are positioned like this is that they still have the luxury to afford Minka Fitzpatrick at safety yeah. and you know other high-priced players across the board with their team so that they can be a well-rounded team and not a team that needs their quarterback to throw four touchdown passes just to keep them in the game. I think the game managers can get you there to the playoffs. I don't think you can beat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Burrow in the postseason, though, without a dude who can play at that level. I think that's when you have the conflict is yep. if you don't have that $40, $50 million quarterback. One of the winners of the preseason this year, I would imagine, Myron, is the podcast host who's the wife of one of the star quarterbacks of the NFL. Her podcast is winning right now. I didn't have this on the bingo card which, yeah. <laughs> as the topics today, but we will get to a NFL quarterback's wife's podcast next as we continue. Canty and Carlin, I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. The countdown to the NFL season rolls on. Feel good to be back, baby. Oh, he steps to the house. Touchdown. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. Incredible play. Time for some football, baby. Only 10 days until the Lions and Chiefs kick off the 2023 season. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We're in for Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. The number if you want to jump in with us. We talk a lot about quarterbacks on these shows, Myron. We don't talk a lot about quarterbacks' wives on these shows. Generally, unless they start hosting podcasts and saying things you know, that yeah. become a little bit newsworthy in sports. I, I don't know. If I if you're starting quarterback, let me put it this way. You're starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Are you yeah. cool with your wife doing a podcast talking about the stuff that you're talking about when you come home from work? Yeah, Pro- probably. You know, you probably want to leave work matters alone on anybody's pocket. I mean, it's got to go both ways, right? Like, don't talk about my job. I won't talk about yours publicly, right. which is how we ended up in this situation here, right? 
Yeah, well, Kelly Stafford is Matt Stafford's wife, mm-hmm. and she hosts a really good podcast. I mean, as an audio content creator, Myron, I will tip my cap and say I've heard Kelly Stafford's podcast, and it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, I just wonder how this helps the Los Angeles Rams. Take a listen. He said now they get done with practice or get done with meetings during training camp, and they go straight to their phones. Like, no one looks up from their phone. So Matthew was like, I don't even know how to... Like, do I, am I the dad? Do I take the phones? Like, what do I do here? I mean, there, and he's like, I want them to see me as like, not as like a, I don't know. He's like, as the, a coach, you know, he feels like they say like, sir to him and and he's like, no, no, no. We're on the same level here. We're both playing in this league. Like, let me get to know you. But he said, it's so different and so hard to get to know these guys. Man, Matt Stafford's feeling old. I guess he is <laughs> yeah. kind of old. Yeah. But 35. I, I, I don't know if that's the kind of quote-unquote dirty laundry about an inter-team dynamic that the Rams really want out there publicly. Now here come the questions, right? Yeah. How much are you on your phone? You know, are yeah. you focused on work? Are you focused on the playbook? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, it's pretty simple. Matthew Stafford is old, and that's what his wife is saying. Listen, he's old. And he's trying to figure out how to relate to a whole different generation. I don't know if you've ever been in the room with a bunch of early 20s folks, Aaron. Like, it is a different world. Like, yeah. I've got two teenagers at my house. Yeah. Anytime I try to be cool, it makes me less cool in their eyes. Yeah. So the problem with Matthew Stafford is even if he tries to relate to those guys, like, they may be like, hey, man, hey, old dude, yeah, kind of stay back, you know? So I can see the generational disconnect between the two and it sounds like he's you know what is he he's he made a a book or something so he can know everybody's names he wants to ask people about their day let me tell you something about 23 year olds they don't want you to come up to him say hey how was your day you know, what is up, my people? <laughs> yeah, what did you? What, hey, I was I was listening to the new Drake song. Uh, what what did you think of that? Chris like, Carlin in the his house. <laughs> that was want, fire, Byron. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Want, I got turned. Yeah. What, what is it? Turned. So what do you, uh, get? you see turn, that latest turn? thing Cardi yeah. B was doing? You don't want to <laughs> yeah, be that person <laughs> in the locker room because those young people are not gonna appreciate that. So he just has to accept his age. But I do think. You know, there is a generational thing that he has to figure out, but he's not alone in that. A lot of people who are older working with younger people have to figure that thing out, too. I tried to figure out how to pronounce the 6-I-X-9-I-N-E person. Yeah, yeah. 6 See, the fact that you said, the fact that you spelled it out and said person, it just shows you that you shouldn't be saying it, right? Like, at the end of the day, there are names, I think, when I think of 21, there's a 21 cent, like guys like that and yeah. different rappers, yeah. little this and little. I just don't yeah. think anyone wants to hear my take yeah. on anything that's happened in the last three years. No, I kind of feel I, that way, Aaron. Right. And I think the kids, adults, anybody just buys authenticity. Yes. So just yes. be yourself. Don't so try to fake it and be cooler than you <laughs> yeah. are. Like, it's okay for you to be the dad of the team. Guess what? You're old enough to be the dad of some of these players. So is Aaron Rodgers. Don't think that you're, like, listening to the same music or you're from the same generation. You know why? Because you're not. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. That's what my advice would be. Yeah. You know, put the book away. Put the – if you're annoyed that they're all on their phone, yeah, say something. I think that's fine for Matthew Stafford to say. 
You're like, dude, I got a Super Bowl ring from two years ago. You, the, the answer to the Super Bowl is not here on yeah. your iPhone or your Android. But the, the step, though, the challenge is he said, am I the dad? Do I have to take their phones? See, that's just too much, right? You can't walk up to these guys and be like, hey, hey, number three. Uh, give me your phone so you can focus. Like, that's not going to work. The thing about Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers went to games with Sauce Gardner. Like, yeah. he made an effort to kind of bond with those guys and just be himself. I think Matthew Stafford just needs to relax a little yep. bit yep. and not be someone he's not. Yeah, and he's not the only old guy on that team. One of the problems with that team is that it's kind of full (laughs) of old guys who are past their primes, who are on the verge of retirement and may want to be doing television soon. So they're an interesting team to see how it's going to go. I I will tell you, though, they've got two free wins against the Arizona Cardinals, so look out for them as a wild card sleeper because they're not losing to them, even if Stafford's not playing quarterback. Up next, Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon, non-committal on a starting QB. We get to that next. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. Myron Metcalf, we're presented by Progressive. Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.